Welcome, everyone, to the Inspired Jewish Woman podcast, a place to come together to meet other passionate Jewish women from around the globe. We here value unity, and we come together from different backgrounds, places, and stages in life. We focus on what unites us, being a Jewish woman. We believe that every woman has a beautiful and unique light to shine to our community and to the world. In these podcast interviews, we find the light in others, and we learn from everyone. These are the topics that matter most to you and empower you to be the inspired Jewish woman that you want to be. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another fabulous installment of our Inspired Jewish Women weekly podcast. And today I have a very dear friend, mentor, incredible person in my life, Aliza Bulow, coming to us from Denver, Colorado. Hi, Aliza. Hi. Oh, it's so nice always to be with you. Aliza has always been a mentor of mine. I met Aliza over 10 years ago when I was still living in Israel. And Aliza was working for Nerla Elef, which is a Jewish outreach organization. And Aliza was, was it over a decade that yeah. you worked there as the mentor for all the Rebbitsons? So you had how many? 200? I don't even know. I mean, I have 400 in a group, but I would say 100 active mentorships and then another 400 who could contact me if they wanted to. Wow, that's so amazing. So you were basically the Nerla LF North Americans Women's Program Director. Yeah, mentor for the Rebitsons. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And it's incredible to me to see how every step of your journey has brought you exactly to where you are today and where you're needed in the Jewish world. Because just recently, two, three years ago, Aliza has started her own organization called CORE, which is really just moving and shaking the Jewish world right now. I'm so excited to be a part of it and to watch you on your journey as you're growing and changing the world. So welcome, Aliza. And Aliza is also a very sought after speaker and lecturer. I think you've traveled to over 50 locations. So just to add a little bit more to your bio, because I mean, I feel like your bio, we could spend 40 minutes talking about your really interesting life. But Aliza is a wife of 35 years, which is incredible. And Aliza is now a grandmother to how many grandchildren? 11 and counting. That's yeah. so exciting. Wow. You should have so much joy and nachas always, always. So I guess let's jump in because there's a lot to talk about. I want you to share a little bit about the beginnings of your organization that you saw a need for in the Jewish world and you're rising to fill that need. Let's start over there and then we'll move into the actual project that you're working on that's very timely. Okay, great. Well, I really started CORE. It's called CORE because it strengthens the core of the Jewish people, which are the women. And we need men too. There's no question about it. But I feel like there's so much there to support men and there's not enough to support women. And particularly right now, the from women, we want to support all Jewish women. But the ones that I've been working with, the ones who have been there in outreach and teaching, they're not supported. So I'm starting there in the center and then working my way out to support all women who are growing in Torah and helping others grow in Torah, which means every Jewish woman, because she has friends, she has children, she has, some have husbands, some don't have husbands, hopefully all have family members, some have sisters and parents. So every woman 
as she positions herself, can be that one who is helping others grow, helping herself grow and others grow. That is what we do. Core supports women who are strengthening cholesterol. That's one of our taglines. It's not the only one, but that's what we do. We support women who are strengthening cholesterol. So that's mothers of families. That's Rebitsons of Schools. That's Kala teachers. That's marriage mentors. That's federation leaders. That's women who are supporting women in cholesterol and women who are supporting others in cholesterol too. Even the men, turns out women support men too. You've been my support for a decade. I mean, we've walked around Sloan's Lake and Denver. I was so privileged to live in Denver for a couple of years. And Eliza and I would get together on a regular basis. I mean, sometimes you would come to my house for Shabbat and kind of see what was going on on the ground, me advice, you know, and really grow me as a professional outreach person in the Jewish world. And that was so valuable. I mean, it was just the most valuable, precious time that I could have ever had. But in my work now, as someone that mentors other women under me and in my community, what I do hear again and again and again is that women are not feeling supported. It blows my mind because we have a really strong community and I still hear that again and again. So I know that what you're saying, what you're onto is what is needed right now because without feeling supported and filled and you know, we can't really do much. We can't even fill our own buckets and our own homes, let alone our communities. So this right. is so important. So that's what I really want. I want CORE to be able to fill women up themselves. And from that place of feeling full and rooted, deeply rooted and anchored in the Torah and in relationships with other Jews, but deeply rooted from that place, flow over into their homes and their communities, that they should Really, it should be an overflow to fill their homes with love. And then from that place, each one should be so full, hopefully, in their homes that they are then filling the rest of the community with love. I mean, that is really the roots of a strong community are the Jewish homes. That is the Jewish institution. That's the primary Jewish institution. You know, we talk about the shuls and we talk about building mythos and we talk about the schools, which are all, of course, vital. But the first and foremost is the Jewish home. There's nothing like that. When Hashem said, please tell the houses of Jacob, who was he talking about? The houses of Jacob, give the Torah to the houses of Jacob. That's the Jewish women, because we build the homes. So first there has to be a home, even before the Torah can be given to the men, it had to be given to the women to build the homes with that, to create that foundation. So that's what we want is to build strong Jewish homes that are really fountains of inspiration, warmth, growth, and then the fertilizer for the connections within a community to really create a vibrant Jewish people that will light up the whole world with our energy. That's our job. I want to comment just for a second on the other side that's behind you about shining your magic so that others can follow behind you. So I really feel like for sure there are those who will follow behind. But really what CORE is about is creating those who will walk next to, like walk with me, not behind me. And I heard it from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, but I know other people have said it too. It's not his quote. He's quoted others that good leaders create followers and great leaders create leaders. And that's what I want to do is create leaders. And there's so many leaders. Not everyone has to lead a whole movement or a whole trip or a whole synagogue or a whole federation. There's leading our homes too, you know, and it's so amazing the leadership that we can show in our homes, in our lives, with our friends, with our parents, with our siblings, with our coworkers. There's tremendous leadership, and it's time for all of us to shine in that leadership. So true. And there are different types of leadership. I mean, we all know the model of the sage on the stage. 
But I think this model, which makes so much sense for our times, is really creating guides by your side, right? That's what you say. We have three main branches of CORE, three main things that CORE is doing. It's all undergirded by helping bring Jewish women forward. But we have three main ways that we do it. So one is by creating CORE mentors. We're taking women like yourself who are already leaders in their community, but putting them together in a cohort. I have 40 women right now in a two-year training program from six different countries of bringing women forward in their leadership roles. So really giving them an international connection with each other to learn with and through each other. Part of what I saw was I really wanted, this is not the elevator pitch, this is the side part of the pitch. (laughs) Part of what I saw is I learned so much from travel. I wanted the women that I'm teaching and growing to learn so much and they can travel as much as I did over that time. So get them connected to each other that you could see through the eyes of someone in Mexico or in Australia or Canada or Israel or the UK We've learned so much together as a group. So creating core mentors to really provide the guidance for the physical, spiritual, and emotional challenges that women face. So strong mentors, that's branch one of core. Branch two of core is professional development, helping those women who are already in leadership, not the specific mentors, but like women who are already college teachers or already residents or already federation leaders or already marriage therapists or coaches, whatever that is helping them grow spiritually so they can carry their leadership in a better way, but to strengthen the Jewish people. So developing professionals. And then the third branch, which is a nice big branch, and it's part that you've done so beautifully in Portland, is to really create circles of women who are creating connections with each other, right? So we also help develop the leaders of that, the circle connectors. That's one of the big branches of CORE, is really how do we create community? How do we reweave the social fabric of Jewish women together? I feel like to say it slowly, because it's true. We do need a little bit of fixing. Right. Reweaving the social fabric of the Jewish people. It's such a vital thing. The social fabric is fraying in all aspects of society, but in Jewish society too, social fabric. And it's interesting because the Talmud talks of the wisdom of women being in the weaving together. So Chachmat Nashim Bapelach, it says, the wisdom of the women is in the shuttle. It's the weaving of the threads back and forth, back and forth. And that requires a lot of time and a lot of patience. If you think about each thread going in to make a fabric, how much thread needs to be put there and how much work to move those, the whoop and the wharf back and forth so that it's woven. And then when a hole comes in, how that has to be mended. We have to bring it back together. That's our job is to reweave it. And that can only happen with time, only with time. We must spend time together. So by weaving, you mean like networking and just talking to each other. And I feel like, I think I've heard you mention this in core that, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we used to like actually socialize like in carpool line, you know, like it was like a thing, like you would drop your kids, you would meet the other moms. There was all this like connection going on. Nowadays, I mean, my carpool line here at my Torah day school is so tight. Like if I even like rolled out my window to like wave, the principal screams at me. He's like, move it along. There's the line. Come on, move. Just, I feel like our lives are so busy. I mean, we have so many conveniences. Yes, it's amazing, but our lives are busier than ever. So I think we're missing those simple connections. In-person so- connections. Because Baruch Hashem, we have so many lovely electronic connections like this, which are great and fill us up, but only short. They fill us up like candy. They take the edge off of our appetite, but we really need nutrition Mm. and nutritious connections are in-person 
positive connections with a little bit of vulnerability. You know, we need that in person. So the core circle is to help reweave the local fabric in every community. Core supports the connectors of those circles. We have ideas, we have discussion topics, we have TED Talks, we can flip the classroom, watch a TED Talk or a lecture offline, and then come together to discuss. Why should you spend your in-time person watching something or listening to a frontal presentation? How about the frontal presentation on your own time, the processing together with friends? So So we have lots of ideas of how to craft to get together, like all kinds of things. We have a robust resource bank online for circle connectors and for professionals too, but to really try to create community in small pieces where it's not a leader saying, come follow me. It's saying, come sit with me. Let's create this space together where we can all flourish. That's amazing. And you did a great job, but that wasn't an elevator pitch. But the truth is, there's so much about CORE. I mean, it's hard to put it into a few lines. And someone was joking with Aliza when she was trying to come up with like a short pitch. And Aliza, like she made it as short as she possibly could. But she said, yeah, that would be a great elevator pitch if you were on the Empire State Building. (laughs) So here, I'll try it. I think I wrote it. Okay, you ready? CORE is an international organization that strengthens Israel by inspiring, connecting, and educating Jewish women. We train mentors for Torah-based guidance. We provide professional development for lay leaders, and we create micro-communities that connect women locally and globally. Wow, boy, do we need that. And Alisa, you should have so much Hatzlacha success in this organization. I'm so honored to be a part of it and to help out wherever I can. So thank you for making this happen. It's not easy to build a new organization. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working really hard. It's, hard. It's fantastic. I love it. Love it. Now that I look back, I see every step all along the way was leading to this, helping to reweave the social fabric of the Jewish people and provide support for women to build their homes and build their communities. All of it has come to this. And I really hope to bring all those threads together. Still need to be funded for that, but I'm so thankful. And you mentioned my husband who's so amazing, like to really, for him to say, you know what? We can pause your income while you build something much more important than our retirement. It's not about the money. It's really about building the Jewish people. And that's, you know, I really want to focus on that. And that's what we're doing. So it's fantastic. Really, it's interesting. For the last four decades, somehow, magically, you've been strengthening the outreach world. And now you're taking the shift and you're putting your energy into in-reach, which is so needed. But for the last, you know, couple of decades, we haven't spoken so much about in-reach. There was a lot of focus on the outreach. And now it's as if you're shifting the model. You're flipping it over. You're saying, let's build strong, connected, inspired religious communities so that the people in those communities will want to stay and it will be overflowing with excitement of being part of these Jewish communities that people from the outside will look in and say, what's going on? I want to be a part of it. How can I get involved? So I just, I love it. It's like outreach and it's in reach and it's this whole model. It's different. And Alisa, I think you bring that to the table. Like, you know, you come from a different part of society and, you know, you came into your Judaism differently than than most of us women. And I love your out of the box perspective. Like it's as if you're able to see things in a way that many of us cannot see it. Thanks. I mean, what I hope, I don't even want to use the word in reach or outreach because it's not even about the reach. It's really about the shine. You know, and thinking about you and your organization, Shine, you know, it really is about shining the light because if we're supposed to be an or legoyim, really supposed to be that bright, bright light. So what's the point of that? When it says in Isaiah, 
right? We should light up the world. We should be a, a light unto the nations. So what is that? Does that mean outreach? Does that mean in reach? It does not. It means we should be so beautifully, brightly shining the Or HaTorah, the light of the Torah in this world that people look and say, wow, what is that? I want that. I love that. I want to bask in the glow of that. That should be for our families to bask in the glow of the Or HaTorah, of the light of the Torah. And it should be for the community and should be for the non-Jews too. They should see the Jews living their light in the land of Israel as a state. It's not even a Zionist proposition. It's That's the Torah. We're supposed to have a state that shines brightly with people who play violin and sweep the streets and our doctors and our writers and our attorneys and our judges. And it should all be based in a system of light spreading that people look at us, whether we're in the land of Israel or outside the land of Israel and say, wow, who are you? I want to be part of that. That's what I'm working on. It's not a reach. It's a join us. Wow. So, um, I mean, you've seen my journey moving from Jerusalem to Denver to Portland. I think my mission has become just to be a light in the world. So I do love this mission and it is very big, but it does start with you. It starts right. with one woman who spreads it in her home, to her family, to her inner circles, and then her outer circles and the light. It's like ripple effects. Like it just spreads and spreads and spreads and a little bit of light goes a very, very far way in such a dark world. That's right. the truth. Right. So I want to transition into the next part, which I want to hear all about this very timely program that you just put together. I mean, hot off the press, literally. I just printed it last night, this Elul booklet. For the month of Elul, 40 days from now until Yom Kippur, there is this incredible program that is a project of CORE that Aliza and Lisa Levine from England put together. And it's literally hot off the press. I mean, are you mailing it out today? I hope so. Today, tomorrow, everyone can download it for free. We decided to make it for free because that's what we want. We're here to spread the light. And especially this year, I mean, we wrote this book. It is a very cute little book. It's going to be bigger. This is the pocket-sized edition. We are printing a full-size edition. And you can download the full-size edition online at coretorah.org slash 40 days. But basically what it is, is a guide to the entire Elul and through Yom Kippur. It's a guided chashvon hanefesh, an accounting of the soul. And it starts slow. It starts with, tell me who you are for your own self. You can do this by yourself. We designed this on multiple levels. It's for people with background. It's for people with very little background. It's for people who are doing this in a group, in a core circle, or with their community or with their family, or with their spouse or partner, or on their own. So it can be done completely on your own or in community. So it starts with just, who are you? What's your name? Let's talk about your name just a little bit. Start your journey with where you are now. And then I designed it with Lisa Levine, who she was such a great partner to work with. She did some of the writing. I did some of the writing. I laid out the design of it, not the graphic design. That was Julie Farkas who did the beautiful graphic design, but just the design of how it works in your life. I tried to take people deeper and deeper and deeper over the days where they just start with some easy questions and move into more poignant questions about what they need to fix, what they want to prune for their lives, what they're headed towards, what they want to avoid, what relationships they could mend. Just all like little bits and pieces. There's inspiration throughout and then some writing exercises, list making. And then we put in QR codes too. So we have like hidden little gems inside different things that you can look up, meditations and TED Talks and other articles and just all kinds of little treasures are buried inside this tiny little book. 
it's actually got a lot more in it than it looks like because of the magic of the internet. I need to tell you, I printed it out before I went to sleep. I wanted to just look it over before having this interview and I couldn't stop reading it. Honestly, I was spellbound. It was so interesting. The graphics were incredible. I mean, those word clouds that you had and just very, you know, it was visual. It was, it was easy to understand. It was like, there was something for everyone in it. But I went to sleep. Finally, I fell asleep pretty late after reading it. And I dreamt. And I don't even know if I could call it a dream or maybe a nightmare, but I had a really fitful sleep. And I woke up at 4.45 in a bit of a sweat. And I was thinking about Elul. And it was intense. And I've never really, you know, I know Elul is an acronym for Anila Dodi Vadodi Lee. I'm to my beloved and my beloved is to me. It's this like expression of love between us and God. So I love that this book, you know, this Elul or free high holiday booklet is really going to help us get to a place that we're ready. Like how many times do we run into the high holidays and we don't feel ready? I mean, almost every year because I'm so busy with the guests and the menu planning that I have forgotten to adequately prepare myself to stand before my creator. So first of all, it's not a challenge. It's not going to be hard to do this book. I really made it so it's very digestible and easy pieces. It's true that the month of Elul does present for many people, it creates that trepidation of, oh my gosh, the day of judgment is coming. But I really wanted to make that real, but also to make it softer than that and to bring in, chuba doesn't just mean repentance. It means return. And Jewish teachings are, we are born pure, perfect, positive. We make mistakes along the way, but the mistakes that we made are because of choices that we made. And so if we chose ourselves into mistakes, we can also choose ourselves back. We can return to our pure, positive, radiant self. So that's what this is about, is how do we return to that pure, positive, radiant self? So I definitely included in this, not just lists of, oh my gosh, what's all the stuff that I have to repent for? It's, Mm -hmm. let me look for what's great about me. Mm -hmm. You know, I have qualities that are fantastic. Let me circle them. Let me think about them. Let me add to the list. Let me think about which of those qualities actually reflect the light of Hashem. Which one of them do I want to lead me? My kindness, my patience, my charity, my whatever it is, like think about that too, to return to the good, positive inner core of who you are. Um, Find that too. And I heard such a nice thought from Rebetzin Fegutorsky, who's quoting the Hasidic masters. And she talks about how Rosh Hashanah is the day of coronating Hashem as the king, but we're all created in the image of God. So we all have those divine parts in us too. We need to look inside ourselves and find which parts inside us are divine and how can we coronate them? How can we put a crown on those aspects of us that are really shining the light and say, you go, like you be king, you be queen, you be the ruler of my life. Those great parts of me that are reflecting the divine light. How can we put the crown on that? So that's what I'm trying to do too, is really help us find those aspects of ourselves that we want to put the crown on, that we want to lead us forward for the year. We for sure want to coronate Hashem as the king of the world. And then as ourselves, as we're trying our very best to emulate, which parts of us really need to be brought forward? So it's an introspective journal to try to figure out what parts of us are really great. Yes, there's parts to fix. And yes, there are parts that are really great. Let's find those and bring them forward. That is such a powerful teaching. And I just feel that when we start by finding a place that we could love ourselves, 
then we're able to love other people, able to love Hashem. We can't really build a relationship with our creator until we feel whole, until we feel worthy of having that relationship. So it really, really does start over there. So this is just incredible. And I'm flipping through over here. And I mean, there's so much here. I love the quotes. I love everything about it. Here's a a little kind of like a meditation. This is in the end of the booklet. It's on page 83 already. How many pages is this whole thing? Yeah, the online version is 88. I think you have, right? Yeah. So over here is talking about letting go and forgiving yourself and coming whole with yourself. It's just so beautiful and powerful. And, you know, I think we need to do the work and to get ready. I mean, we don't know what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are going to look like this year. As a resident of a synagogue, you should just know, I mean, we're having board meetings and meetings with tense companies and the CDC and how many people could, you know, we're measuring tapes and it's so crazy. I mean, after we use a Sidur, we're going to have shifts, early morning, you know, prayer services and later and in between we're having cleaning services and it's so intense. And yet with all of the craziness, all I know is that come what may, we are all going to be there 40 days. We're all going to stand there between us and God, crowning God as our king, as you said so beautifully, crowning the parts in ourselves that are godly, owning it, standing there. It's going to be Rosh Hashanah, however it's going to look like. It doesn't really matter. So this is really such a gift. So I just want to thank you and your partner, Lisa, for writing it, for putting it out there in the world. Such goodness that I think Jewish women from all over can really, really just grasp onto, and it could really help them have a meaningful high holiday season. Thank you. We're so excited. I do want to mention Robin Loeb also. She was the project advisor for us because this is part of the core mentorship program. This is a core mentor project. Every mentor has to do a project each year in the two-year program. So Robin was our advisor. One of Robin's big contributions was, she said, like, you know, we don't know if there's going to be synagogue services or not. And all kinds of people are going to want this. She said, don't just write this for people who know what Rosh Hashanah is. Write it broad. And so that's what we did. We really took her advice to really think, how can other people use this month to really grow? And so it is written for people from all Jewish backgrounds to really be able to take it and walk their own path, whether it's individually or in a group. We tried to write it in Hebrew and in English. I mean, with Hebrew words and with English words, and it's on different levels. Those people who know more will find more in it. Those people who know less we'll still be able to walk with it. And we have all the QR codes to find those introductions to all kinds of things. So it's not too much in the text, but you could find more if you want. We really tried to take so many people into account to build a pathway for a journey that will engage a lot of people in something really special. So I'm so thankful to have worked with this wonderful team with Robin Loeb, with Lisa Levine, and with Julie Farkas, who did the beautiful graphic design. It's just, we're so happy about it. Wow, it's meaningful. Well, Aliza, how can we hear more? How can we find out more? If someone, let's say, is listening that is inspired and wants to start their own core circle and wants the mentorship and, you know, how could you find more? Great. So we have a website. Core was taken. (laughs) So um, Core Torah is our website. The organization's called Core, but our website is coretorah.org. And we have stuff about the mentors and about circles and about professional development and a tab for the 40 Days Project where you can download the book for free. You just type in your email address and a couple of answers to some questions. And then we can be in touch with you. You can be, there's contact forms. We are building a team now of guides, women who will help women start those circles and guide them through it. You're part of that team creating that and helping that grow. So that's going to grow further, but um, just be in touch with us. 
So look on the website, see what there is. You want some more or you find something confusing. Our website's new and we designed it ourselves, which means we know everything that's supposed to be on there. It could be that when you look, you say, guys, you forgot to explain a whole big piece that you had in your brain that I don't see. Tell us, please let us know. You know, what is it like to look on our website? What is it like to look for information? What would you like to know more about? And we'll create pages for that too. But meanwhile, just call us. We'll talk to you or send us an email. We'll call you and help you get started. Okay. And Aliza, just if you could share your personal email address or your website, because you have many amazing, incredible Torah classes. Right. So I have a personal website, which is really just meant to be archives. It is not a hip hop and any kind of like no bloggy stuff. It's not changing all the time. It's archives of classes and they're also all free. So that's a bite of Torah.com. I don't have the whole Torah. I have a bite. I'm happy to share what I have. So a bite of Torah. And I have hundreds of classes there that you can find. And then on that website also is my email and phone number. You can WhatsApp me. WhatsApp is a great way to connect with me. So you can find that on my website and WhatsApp me or email me and I'll be in touch. If I'm not in touch right away, WhatsApp me again or email me again. I have a lot on my plate. Thank God. Just out of curiosity, how many WhatsApp groups do you run? (laughs) I don't even know. I can't count them. It's too scary. But I definitely have quite a few. And I have for professional development, for college teachers, for public speakers, for Orthodox women that want to feel more connected to their derech, for women whose husbands are Orthodox women whose husbands are no longer observant, for Orthodox women who became Orthodox in the course of their marriage and their husbands didn't join them and they want some support with that. You have a very special one for mothers that have lost children. Right. That's what I'm part of. That's not mine that I created, but for mothers who have lost children, there's a special one, our tapestry. And then for mothers who have lost children to mental illness or overdose, there's one called Brave and Bereaved. So I also lost a child to mental illness. So I'm part of that group. And I do speak to people about that if they need support in that area or dealing with a child who's mentally ill growing up. Just spiritual perspectives and paradigm shifts. I'm not a therapist, but I do the spiritual part of that kind of stuff. So there's lots of different groups that I run and I can't run them all. I really tried to create leaders out of the women who are in that group and let them run it. Like that is my paradigm. I can't be in charge of it all. So I try to help people be in charge of it themselves, their own life's journey, and then to help out with somebody else's life's journey. And that's my model. Like we all need to step forward into leadership and we can all help each other lead. So that's what I try to do. I don't want followers. I want co-leaders. And that's what I try to create. I love what you're saying. And it makes so much sense. Like to really empower, empower, empower so many other people to come stand next to you so that you could do so much more work together. I mean, we need to really hold each other up, support each other and really just move forward. But Elisa, I just want to say thank you on behalf of myself. I mean, I'm so, so, so lucky, blessed to have you in my life. And for every woman that I've impacted, I feel like there's a little bit of gratitude that has to go to you because it is this beautiful journey as educators, as mentors, to really hold on to each other, you know, and I'm sure you're holding on to your Robinson and your mentor, and we all like are kind of holding on together and, and hopefully we'll all walk together to greet the Mashiach. Amen. Soon in our days, maybe I'll just hold hands, no Corona, Amen. <laughs> no masks, just Amen. arm in arm and walking forward together. So thank you. This was so beautiful, so perfect. And I hope people will look core up and get involved. And I'm here always to explain and to bring people into the loop, but it's an incredible, incredible organization. And I'm very proud to be a part of it. Okay. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening. We value that you are a part of our community. Be sure to check out our other podcast episodes and to learn more about the work that we do at Inspired Jewish Women, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website at www.inspiredjewishwomen.com. Notice that we use the word woman and not woman in plural because Jewish women are most powerful when we bond together and we together can create amazing positive changes in the world. Bye for now. Hope to see you again soon so we could continue this conversation.